0: My name's Terry. Welcome to the
1: Oddscast. Welcome to the Oddscast.
0: Anything more? Welcome to the
2: Oddscast. 69% oxygen. Here we go.
3: Oh my god. And welcome to episode 29 of the OddsCast podcast. I'm Dominic DeLeo, alongside, virtually alongside, Joe DeLara, Terry Takes, producer Corey. This is our second uh, virtual podcast recording. Uh, we are going yes. to talk a, a little bit of sports. Um, we got the MLB opening day. That should have been yesterday. Um RIP. You know, We'll talk about what futures are still um, uh, just a good thing to look at. Um, We can talk NFL over-unders, and then we're going to talk mostly um, just about how we're handling COVID-19 and the uh, Netflix series Tiger King, which has kind of taken the world by storm as we all sit at home and watch Netflix. How are you guys doing today?
2: Uh, I've been I've been better, Dom, uh, but I can say that my
0: problems are now only my problems. Great, Terry. Okay, <laughs> I'm doing great, Dom. I have made new friends, uh, Eric and Sven. Uh, they're not real, but they do pay rent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Producer Corey. <I> don't know. <laughs> My lungs are functioning at full capacity. There's nothing else I need to worry about today. All right.
3: Um, Suck
1: my three billable hours. <laughs> so <laughs> yesterday,
3: or last week, rather we, uh, we, we did a little ponies, played a little ponies, did a little horse racing. Um, we played, uh, what was the track we played?
0: Uh, Oak No, it wasn't. No fairgrounds, fairgrounds,
3: fairgrounds Louisiana Derby. Um, or like on
0: un, unfair grounds with that <laughs> pick up. i know
2: but if you followed terry you would have hit a trifecta and that trifecta paid what like 260 like, no like
0: 290 hot yeah so hot day
3: so then fairgrounds immediately canceled the uh, entire meet after that uh, after Terry hit that trifecta, they had to close it down. Shut you
0: know, <laughs> it down. John Tapper, that shit.
3: Um, and then, uh, there are a couple tracks racing this weekend. Um, I don't know if I'm going to, I don't know if I'm up for it <laughs> for another round of horse racing. Um, I hate TVG. Um, sorry. TVG TV.
2: app is the worst.
3: Sorry, to TVG, I'll, I'll revert course in the court of if public you opinion. If you, if you sponsor this podcast, um, I'll go to bat for you. But the monopoly that you have on the New Jersey horse racing scene, and in turn, in a global pandemic where the entire state of New Jersey shut down, there's no other sports, an entire monopoly on the gambling space right now, um, your $5... Um, fees oh, every time Lord. every time i deposit in your account which then gives like another extra ten dollars depending on what your bank uh deals with uh these kind of websites so um it sucks it sucks that there's no competition it i, will, that, I will i will
2: i will say if you do it through paypal you only get hit with their fee i know yes yeah, you so, don't get hit with the bank fee so, yeah, so but I did that. it still sucks it still sucks
3: um, we Martin, have under we Martin have Martin. we have a hot rumor um, that Gulfstream Park, which is racing this weekend, uh, Joe. Why don't you talk a little bit about this rumor um, from someone so, inside the industry?
2: Yeah, so my sources are indicating to me that Gulfstream Park is going to run this weekend. Um,
3: I, what, I don't
2: remember what uh, derby it is this weekend, but um, I we do. <laughs> no, it's, it's not a ducky, but so it's my understanding after uh, consulting with my sources that uh, Gulfstream Park will be closing after this weekend uh, for the foreseeable future. So uh, Gulfstream is a course that we're looking at for or like a racetrack that we're looking at to potentially play this weekend, maybe on Saturday, uh, have uh, gotten the, the PPs and uh, we all are privy to that. And uh, maybe maybe we will be playing that in what might be the last uh, weekend there for the foreseeable future. But hot tip: so uh, you know, sources indicate. Uh, so please be advised.
3: Um, <laughs> the MLB was supposed to kick off yesterday.
0: Um, kick off? That's not how the sport works, you idiot! Pitch off. <laughs> see Bad the Mets off? fans just don't even know how to play
3: well so as a Mets fan uh <laughs> Noah, Noah Syndergaard his UCL needs Tommy John surgery is out for the year um you know it's it's not a great great uh piece of news um but you know I'm still kind of in belief if they do have a shortened season. I have, I I honestly, like the longer this goes on, I have no inclination on like when these sports comes back. Um, I don't know when the NBA starts playing again. I don't know when the NHL starts playing again. Um, MLB, like when do they start playing again? Hopefully this thing is cleared up before the NFL season. Um, Have you guys started to, you know, materialize in your head like where when these sports start start playing like do you do you think that there's any sort of thing you could look to or you just kind of like wait and see
2: i don't know i want to say like i feel like i feel like some of these sports are gonna come back in like june um but maybe without the fans uh baseball's got a really long season i know basketball is like very inclined to get going again um and i know like a lot of the players seem to want to get this season done and they don't want to have the playoffs cut short because like the way the NBA works too. I mean, it's, uh, you can get in as like a six, seven, eight, uh, six, seven, eight seed and like kind of make some noise in the playoffs, depending on, uh, how you wind up finishing the season. So,
0: uh, I'm hoping June, but I don't know. I, I mean, I could see it going longer in my mind, Dominic, I'm watching, you know, the late games of the sweet 16 right now. Uh, you know, Dayton against NC State, two your teams. Unfortunately, one of them can only advance. Uh, I don't. I, I just. <laughs> I, I'm still. I think in the twelve stages of grief, I'm still in the denial stage. So I'm looking forward, looking to a solution. I'm not there yet.
3: Well, the NFL actually announced yesterday that they are planning on going ahead with the draft. Um, so that's going to be like the next, the next big thing in the, um, sports betting world, you know, because that's going to be from April 23rd to April 25th, round one on April 23rd, rounds two and three, April 24th, rounds four to seven on April 25th. Um, I'm sure all of these sports books will be, um, heavily inclined to, um, give a lot of offerings for this draft because there's really they're not getting any money outside of the NFL draft so I would imagine that there's going to be a lot of offerings so we're going to start to have to study up on on the NFL draft and where
0: things are going I've already come to terms that generally the past I guess what it's only been one year where we could legally bet on the draft yes I've, I've stayed away from that I don't that's one of the things I don't bet on, just because it's so like, I don't know. You 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 can't really find an angle for it. But I mean, this year I am loading up on the NFL draft. I can't wait to bet on it. Over yeah. three, over three and a half for Tua. Uh, dolphins aren't trading a lot. Yeah, it's fall to five. Lock it in. I'm so excited to bet on college kids getting drafted
3: i actually did do a write-up um last year on the nfl draft and i remember hitting it big on quinn and williams being drafted um i think he went three to the jets and i I think if you study enough and you trust enough uh if if you can find the right beat writers and the right insiders like you can find some some value on some picks especially with all the books getting offered um offering different things for different players so i uh you know i think there's value i think it's cool and i think we should all do it
2: yeah yeah i'm down we can kind of discuss kind of work it out a little bit better um
3: um, so i also have while we're on the nfl um i was kind of doing a deep dive into the over-unders and assuming there's a 16 game season.
2: Yeah. Cause I think, I think what, from what I've read and we kind of had this discussion, uh, it looks like the 17 game season won't come into effect until at the earliest next year.
3: So if there is a 16 game season, there are four over unders that I like right now, pre-draft and I want to throw them by. You. <laughs> okay. Hit us. First one. Chargers under seven and a half. You want
0: to finish this? I thought you were you drink half my good beer. I forgot. Oh. Do you want a warm
3: good
2: beer? No, put it in the fridge and then I'll drink it.
3: <laughs> Joe, Joe, come on.
2: It's about the beer. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I would lean, I would still lean under, right? I, I don't feel like they have a good situation at quarterback like they're not like a particularly good team um i don't think eckler is good enough to carry that team well um, like first of there. all
3: i don't know like when i ask you about a team like i don't want you to talk about the running back first of all
2: no i'm saying i'm saying that like uh, i don't yeah. think like i still don't think that, like i don't think they have like enough answers just in general and i don't think that eckler is good enough to carry the team like, by
0: <laughs> terry like, <Simon. laughs> you know what i mean um, what was it? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Uh, sure. I'll bet the under. No one cares about them. They don't have a quarterback. The team's gonna suck. What's his name? Anthony Lynch. Yeah. So their head coach. They're playing. Well, the the only no thing is, cares about them.
3: It's it's the Chargers have like a very good defense on paper. Like they they've had injury problems, but if their defense is fully healthy, they can be good. But they're also playing in a division that has the Kansas City Chiefs. The, the upstart Denver Broncos, um, I would imagine the Raiders make a lot of moves um, when, you know, in their first year at Las Vegas. Like, I think they're they're slated to be like kind of a French playoff team. Uh, so under seven and a half, I think, is, is great.
0: Yeah, uh, I think that's uh, a fair play. I don't. Yeah. Why? You, why are you arguing with me when I agree with you?
3: No, I was saying I'm more I'm more upset I'm more upset at the Austin Eckler thing. Stop agreeing like, with me,
1: damn it! No,
3: I'm
2: yeah. just I'm just saying that like they don't have any like they don't have a quarterback like and they're running back. like they're not going to get it's not like Adrian Peterson kind of carried the Vikings for to like
0: however many wins every year. Like, I'm just hoping they don't that back, I'm hoping. Like, they have I'm just saying like I don't Charlie think they're good Wainters. enough. Just give me Charlie Whitehurst as the Chargers quarterback, and I'll be happy.
3: Well, so here's... You're really... I don't know if this line changes after the draft, because the only way this line goes up is if they figure out the quarterback situation, because right now, they really have nobody. They're looking at, like, Herbert or Eason, Um, but, like, let's say they, like... Where do you think Cam goes? That's another thing. Like, I don't know. Like, right now... I think like if first of all, first of all, I like Cam doing a lot. Yeah, I mean
2: same, but when he's
3: healthy, he's fucking nasty. But I don't know. So maybe if Cam goes to the Chargers and the line goes up, I would bet the under. But like, I
0: would still bet the under. Cam Newton is washed up. His he can't throw the football anymore. His shoulders all fucked up. I don't care if he had a year to relax. Like he's still like he can't throw the football. Like I'm sorry. I mean, like
3: worst
2: case worst case scenario in terms of looking at this over under. It's at seven and a half right now. Like I don't see it going any lower than what seven,
3: right? I, like, I could draft. see it like, getting. I, I could see it going under six and a half. Like if they end up like with like Herbert or Easton. Like right now, so I think maybe, maybe going, you do like a
2: half play. You maybe do half of your play now at the under seven and a half, and then see how it pans out after the draft.
3: Maybe.
0: So that's one. That's one. Hey, that's one yeah, hey, We spent fucking 15 minutes talking about fucking Chargers over under, and we don't even know how many games are going to be played. Dominic has three more teams to go. Let's, let's move it along. All
3: right. Bears over seven and a half. Who did you say? The Bulls? The
2: Chicago Bears over seven. I would say and the Chicago Bulls are going to win more than seven and a half games, but uh, Bears,
3: Bears over seven and a half. Um, Matt Nagy coach of the year, two years ago, getting his quarterback, um, answer a little bit figured out with, uh, with Nick Foles, um, offensively, I I believe in him to at least be competitive in this division. Um, you have the Packers that are kind of, I thought had a cupcake schedule last year and kind of were this outlier team that won way too many games,
1: the Vikings
3: the Vikings are in a position now where they don't have Stefan Diggs. Like they're kind of past their window and the lions are a dumpster fire. Um, they lost Darius Slay. There's all these stories coming about, about how Matt Patricia is like a terrible person. Um, and I'm going to say that the bears bounce back. They went eight and eight last year and i'm saying they go right in the middle they go like 10 and 6 after the 12 and 4 in 2018 8 and 8 2019 but it's still over seven and a half i think this line's a little too low
0: i so go ahead i don't know
2: i would say you think that they're going to be like do you think they're going to be what at least a second place team in the division
3: or third place team. I just think they get to eight and eight. Like they were eight and eight last year. They had a terrible offense. Trubisky looked god awful, and they really—they still mean, won games. They were still five hundred.
2: I mean, it, I mean, it does fit your narrative of betting for
0: on coaches rather than teams. I just think the line's a little low. I'll say that they play the they play the AFC South. Um, I think that division's a little better than people. Think they also play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the NFC. Um, uh, Joe should mute his mic when he's not talking. But otherwise, I would take the in. Um, I would take the under seven and a half. I don't trust the Bears. I don't think either Nick Foles or uh, Mitch Trubisky are good enough to do anything to. And win over seven what, eight games. They're not going to win eight games.
3: You're right. Joe, I'm going to kick you off the podcast.
0: (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing.
2: Today's a day.
3: (laughs) Um, Two more teams I'll throw out real quick. Even though I said all this shit about um, coaches. Texans, Houston Texans over seven and a half wins. (laughs)
1: Yeah. All
3: right, like, right, I'll
0: go. I'll go. Like, uh, maybe i just talking. I just can't hear him. Um,
3: <laughs> I'll say uh, before. I'll, I'll say one thing. Know. Like Deshaun Watson, you're betting on Deshaun Watson to win half of his games.
0: Yeah, no, I'll take the over seven and a half NFC NFC North. Um, I don't trust. I don't. Tr- whatever. I'll. T- it's B.O.B., but uh, I'll take him to win eight games. It's a, the it's a I mean, AFC South. It's such a in shit show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Philip Rivers can only shot put a football maybe eight yards at this point in his career. I don't trust the Colts. The Jaguars are rebuilding um, until I see what quarterback they signed. Uh, and then you have the Titans who overpaid Ryan Tannehill, which they had to do. But essentially, they're going to get the Andy Dolan type thing where, you know, he didn't have to throw the football. He was good during the season, but, you know, they're going to rely on Derrick Henry, who's pissed off that he hasn't gotten paid, but they paid Ryan Tanning. Well, you know, whatever. Is there garbage disposal?
2: Um, it's, it's fucking Eric. It's like cleaning the dishes right now.
3: Joe, just hit your fucking mic button when you're not talking. Oh. <laughs> all right. well It's all. I'm. I'm sure that people at home that have been working remote, like getting used to it. Um, this, you know, like even for a couple of young, supposedly sharp. I'm a boomer. Kids, I'm a boomer. I'm boomer, a boomer. Boomer Joe doesn't know how to work a fucking uh, call, yeah. an online call. I'm not saying
0: what service just we call use. Me, just call me Biden. There you <laughs> go.
1: No free ads. No free ads.
0: No free ads to wrap up bet again, no, I will take the over on the Titans or the Bill, Texans.
3: Bill O'Brien has only won in his, um, six years as coach, of the Houston Texans only once has he won less than nine games. That was 2017 when they went four and 12. Um, I think that was the year that they drafted Watson, um, the next year. So, um, one more quick one, and then we're going to wrap up our NFL talk. The 49ers under ten and a half. Terry, this fits with our championship loser that is not the New England Patriots missing the playoffs the next year. Um, what do you think about the Niners under ten and a half?
0: Under. I don't. I don't need analysis. I'm just going to say under Super Bowl hangover. They had that game won. Uh, a lot of doubts on Jimmy G. I don't know how good he is. Who cares? It's, it's going to be awkward that he, like it's, it's that division is very competitive. I don't know if any team is that good. I think they're all pretty even, especially with the Cardinals getting Deandre Hopkins. Uh, I, I don't, I don't see them running away with the division. So I'll take under, what was it? Ten and a half. Yes. Oh my God. Uh, hammer the under.
3: All right. Um, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're just going to talk about the hit new Netflix series, uh, Tiger King, and what we're doing to pass the time during this COVID-19 pandemic and the era of social distancing. I'm
0: going gonna, I'm gonna to make a mark. All right. Okay. Daniel, I'll take him out of here. Book him.
1: This is triple sec. I doing work and uh, today kind of sh- just stopped it
0: off. So I've done, I've done two 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 and a half ounces of tequila, Casamigo. So. Now we're doing an ounce and a half of triple sec. Now we're doing three ounces of orange juice. Don't ask, it's good. It doesn't sound good, but it's good. This is
2: fascinating. What? We need this like just as an ad. This can be
0: an ad, Corey. I'm just gonna okay. leave it in, fuck it. We're doing an ounce of lime juice very fresh straight from the bottle okay um last ingredient does anyone know what it is tequila no it's a smile
2: (laughs) too bad nobody knows what you look like i know
4: Boom, cheers,
0: lime, garnish with a lime, squeeze it in there, boom, it's a terry mark, better than a bobby mark,
1: those are strong words
2: um, we won't necessarily tell Bobby that, but we could tell him you, unless you want us to tell him that Terry said that.
0: No, I'll tell him. These, uh, man, put it in the these, chat. These Marge rocks are better. I'll challenge <laughs> him to a marg right now.
4: All
3: right, and we are back um, a little bit. I guess this could be termed or uh, put under, filed under meme museum because all the hot memes in the streets right now are around. <laughs> I apologize for Boomer Joe. All right, starting over. You and we are back, and we are going to start off with, I guess it can be termed or filed under meme museum, because the hottest memes in the streets are all surrounding our collective social consciousness watching the craziest documentary I've ever seen in Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness on Netflix. Uh, Producer Corey turned me on to this, uh, and it's been just a uh, wild ride watching everybody kind of realize that this is a thing. And if you haven't watched it yet, Go watch it. It honestly is the best documentary series I've ever seen um, in terms of just pure um, absurdity, pure entertainment. I actually I've thought about rewatching it just because it, there's so much shit that like literally every five minutes you're like, what the fuck just happened? What the fuck just happened? This is crazy, and you miss all the crazy parts.
2: I was gonna say I have not finished the series yet, so. What can, can you guys can you guys sell it to me? Like, why do <laughs> I need to finish it?
3: I if if you Rar. don't finish, if you don't finish it, you're just you're not cool. Like, I'm not I'm not.
2: Right. Well, I mean, I'm gonna finish no, it, but I'm saying like show, there's for, ten to twenty for, more for twist. me in the list
0: for the listeners. Like, I mean, it. yeah, okay. So here's all I have dumb. to say. There is a gay Oklahoman who has a zoo with all big cats who runs for governor and president of the United States. And he's a country star. And he's a country star.
3: So, so actually, as my as my girlfriend likes to remind me, um, he... Wow, you took that step.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Joe Exotic does not... Um, he, those songs are not sung by him. He sold the he he got somebody else to sing them for free, saying that when he became like a big star, like they would get like notoriety from his reality TV show. But I just think Joe Exotics like Drake, like he may not be he may not be he may not be performing or writing these songs, but I mean he may not be singing these songs or or writing these songs, but he is performing them. And it's Joe exotic that brings it home. Just like Drake brings it home for Quentin Miller and all of the other ghostwriters. So, you know, even though Joe exotic has ghostwriters, like it still doesn't take away from the, um, just bravado that Joe exotic brings to the table. Like here, kitty, kitty, one of the best diss tracks of all time. Um, so what I wanted to do producer Corey, Terry takes as people who have watched the whole entire seven episodes, or seven episode series, we're going to do a quick draft of the top two people you would have. Two people? On, three. Two, three top people. three. Okay. Top three people you would have on a spin-off reality TV show. Only you could have them for exclusive interviews, all those you know, sidebar interviews to talk about what's going on. Who would you take and we're going to do a three-round snake draft, just real quick, say like, what it was about the, the person that you're picking, what they bring to the table, if you were a reality TV show producer. Producer Corey, you're up first. All
0: right. Is it a snake draft? What are the rules here? Snake
3: draft.
1: Okay, I'm first. Carol Baskin. Carol fucking oh, Baskin! Oh. You, took the, you took the murderer first. <laughs>
0: that
3: bitch that Scott bitch down in Florida that goddamn Carol Baskin
1: there's no better documentary to make than one where you can question whether someone is innocent or guilty of a heinous murder (laughs) and killing your husband second husband and allegedly swapping out wills and making the body disappear allegedly it's got everything like it would leave Steven Avery in the fucking dust so Uh, that this is a great one. Like that, that documentary needs to happen. Yeah.
3: I was going to say the, the episode about Carol Baskin, I think it's like episode three was better than making a murderer. Oh, I was so much better. Oh yeah. And those like old ladies that are like fr- are like the friends or like the the mother and the oh, and daughter, yeah, and, and the and the, the ex wife, this first ex wife of the rich guy that was allegedly fed to the tigers. Like their scenes are fucking hilarious, where they're like sitting cross legged, and it's like it was Carol. I know I can't say
0: <laughs> it. But say it, was, it was Carol. Don Lewis. Did you say Don allegedly who fed to Don Don Lewis? Lewis? Yeah. Yeah. Joe Bass, I can't feel, Fed Don this is gonna Lewis.
2: Be, this is gonna be awesome.
0: This is gonna be Joe,
2: awesome. Joe, just read a book. <laughs> I can't. It's on Netflix. Yeah, that was
1: the point of the joke.
0: Yeah, it was a bad joke. though. So yeah, it wasn't Carol that Bastion, funny.
1: First round, first first pick. All right. Carol Bass, Carol fucking Bass, that bitch from Florida <laughs> trying to take my cats while well, she can come and get it from my cold dead hands because I put a bullet in her ass. <laughs> Terry, me or you
3: next?
0: Uh, What number are you thinking of between one and ten?
3: Don't pull your own trick on me.
0: I'll do it. I'll do it.
2: What number am I thinking of between one and ten?
3: Three.
2: It was seven.
0: Terry, you're up next. Uh, Okay. Uh, Obviously, I'm going to take Joe Exotic, number one pick. I mean, I think that. Corey reached by taking Carroll first. I mean, you gotta take Joe Exotic. He is I look, he has some Allen Iverson characteristics where, you know, he's a heavy usage usage guy, you know, Russell Westbrook, Allen Iverson. He's gonna he needs the ball in his hands. But when he has the ball in his hands, he makes things happen. <laughs> the eyes are on him. He gets the crowds going. You wanna have him on your team. Will you win? I'm not confident you will. But at least it'll be entertaining. And look, he, 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 I mean, he's got that mullet. Is he in federal prison? Yes. But it's don't no. let that be. Uh, what you what?
3: So, article yesterday, New York Post: Tiger King star Joe Exotic files ninety-four million dollar lawsuit. Wants presidential pardon. If you don't think Trump is pardoning Joe Exotic,
0: there you go. You
3: you have not lived in the last three and a half years of Trump's
0: America. Exactly. That's look. Did he slip? The new virus. Was it a Laramie Tunsil situation with the gas mask? Is he is he slipping in the draft because he is behind bars possibly? But I see value here at this second pick where I think he should have been first pick. And if he, you know, I'm that's buying low thinking that he will get out on pardon. And, like, he's a force to be reckoned with. Eyes on him. He's he's a moneymaker. I'll take him. Number now, two. Your
1: worst case scenario is if he gets out of prison because whatever footage you stack, he will burn to the fucking ground.
3: Uh, and you will think... not
1: have a show. Nope.
3: All right. I am going. So I have two picks here. I'm gonna put this pick first because, really, I think there are three titans in this series. Joe Exotic being one of them, Carol Baskin being the other, and the third titan of this fucking crazy world of big cat zookeepers is Bogavan Doc Antle.
0: Ah, I was hoping he would slip. Damn. No,
3: no way. Uh, Bhagavan, which is like what, like um, absurdly, Lord. like like Lord, I like to see. This is why I want to rewatch it because like that whole scene where he's just talking about like his son is saying like he is the Bhagavan of the world. Like to, to him, he is the Lord of all knowing, and like the like you get a little bit of like you know sister wives in there. Uh, all of these really popular reality spin-off television shows that are packed into this he's still pretty much probably like he he's kind of gone unscathed even though he's probably might be the shittiest guy out of all these people
1: um, cult, dude yeah I'd say so
3: Yeah, and he's kind of sliding under the radar here where I think Cal Baskin is probably like public enemy number one. Everybody kind of feels bad for Joe Exotic because he had that kind of like turn near the end where he's like, maybe I shouldn't keep the monkeys away from each other for 10 years. But Bhagavan, Doc Antle um, would be must-see reality television series. um, And he's kind of like the face of this whole industry right now. So that's going to be my number one pick. My second pick... Underrated underrated guy, I'm going with the cowboy hat-wearing, chain-smoking, Marlboro light-smoking TV producer Rick Kirkham.
0: Ah, that's a good pick.
3: Because you need someone behind the scenes, making sure everything's fucking crazy. And this guy, even though I, I despise everything he stands for, because he's like profiteering off of just, you know, maybe animal abuse, but also like he grew up in like, I'm pretty sure I haven't looked this up, but like he was like on Bill O'Reilly as like a newscaster producer. So like, he's like coming from this like right wing media, um, space, but I, you know, as much as I don't like right-wing media, I can say that they've been very, very successful and profitable in what they've done, um, in the last 20 years. So Rick Kirkham, I don't think I saw a second of the show without him smoking a cigarette. And I think that he is a, um, really good asset to the new series that I'm creating with Bhagavan,
1: Doc Antle. Even if he just shot it, probably better off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I got to, I'm, I'm torn here. I'm trying to read Corey's mind. I'm not sure where he's going. Um, I, there's a, there's a pick I want to make, but I don't think Corey will make this pick. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the player that I think Corey is most likely to pick that I wanted in the third round, but I'm going to take him now. He's not even ready. And yeah. that and that's that's James Gerritsen. He's oh. all damn. He's all up in the twitters. He has he has the scene of the series where he's talking <laughs> about informing the whatever government agency that he's talking to. That's for sure. And then it just cuts to him on a jet ski in the Gulf of Mexico, just fucking riding. He's got slow mo. Slow-mo, he's got I his I I have have the the bullet is waving in the wind. He has <laughs> his life jacket on because safety is no accident. And it is the hottest scene in the entire series. He look, did he put Joe Exotic in jail? Possibly. Is there some chemistry issues on my team? <laughs> Definitely. But I'm looking for flair. I'm looking for flash. I think these. Two people as my one and two will put f- asses in the seats. And plus, the guy has a jet ski. Joe, take Joe's on that jet ski. I think, you know, hatchets will be buried. Give me James Garrettson with the second pick, uh, what, fifth overall? Corey.
1: I can see why you thought I was going to go that direction. But I already left him off the table because I knew you were going to take him. Uh, yeah. You yeah. know, check me, bitch. Uh, but I'm going to be taking uh, John Finley because I want to see where this man will go, where he has to put a shirt on. Who is that?
3: <laughs> is that <laughs> the that's, that's, a, that's his first yeah. husband. Joe This first guy first. just doesn't wear shirts. The
0: guy doesn't He's wear shirts?
1: Now, no shirt. Worst tattoos ever. He had the property of Joe Exotic tattooed above his pelvis, and he got all right. a covered with the about the tattoo that he got over it. It didn't cover it all. No, it left <laughs> half a <and> being <Joe laughs> out there.
0: And it was a shitty Bob tattoo. tattoo it's bull. Or I
1: don't know. Maybe that was part one, but also C, there's a lot there. So talk about your last two
3: picks. Another underrated part of the scene is when they're interviewing. Um, what John Finley and they're like Did you know G- James Garrison was Working for the FBI and he like Looks in total shock at the Camera like uh, oh first, first time I, I knew about that
0: <laughs> <laughs> Also you forgot to Mention that he's not
1: gay Yeah no that we're in there There's just so many layers to this Fucking guy And he like loves Mountain Dew like a stereotype Like and, and meth and Meth, obvious. That's the stereotype. Meth, Mountain Dew. Teeth goodbye. Uh, he's just like uh, walking around in the background. He's always got some dew in his hands. Uh, I, I you, just, also, yeah. you also do have to think, like, yeah, you you have Carol Baskin,
3: um, and she's got a lot of money, but like, you're gonna have to do, you're gonna have to cut a part of your budget for John Finley's meth habit.
1: No, yeah, he seems clean now. He's still got the one two dangling there. It hasn't really moved. All right. Uh, I think it had a lot to do with the uh, the the gay sex he was taking part in, even though he did not like it. Um, and then for my final pick, I'm going with motherfucking John Ranky because the man has no legs. <laughs>
0: Dude, oh, <laughs> what? damn, he is the man. He is the man.
1: Yeah, and he held it the fuck down when Joe was getting in shit and like disappearing and crap. He held it down, made sure all the big cats were fed, and were good. He's like, man, that fucking Walmart truck ain't coming through. We gotta find some fucking meat for these kitties." and he found it. The guy's a fucking G. I love it. And once the park closed, he pivoted and just got a whole new fucking job. Apparently, he's racing now.
0: He he, he fucked up though. Like he should have made up that tigers bit his legs off. The fact that he just had. Like, he, he, jumped, he broke a bunch of his jumps? legs in a skydiving accident, I think, oh, or something. Yeah, or something or
1: like, horribly stupid.
0: So then he was just walking bone-on-bone, bone, bone, ligaments, and then had to get yeah. his legs amputated? Like, you gotta just say that, you know, skydiving. Or yeah. l- a tiger. Like that chick that got her arm cut off. Or right.
1: bit off. That, so that's like, you know, about him. When he had to go to court to testify... Did you guys notice that he had, like, those breakaway pants on? Like, the, the, uh, the man... Yes! Like, he could zip off he the didn't of He didn't testify. He didn't testify. No, I mean, he, no he had guy. those things around his legs. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. But the thing, like, that's weird that they didn't ask him to testify.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would have. All
0: right. Oh, my. Well, okay. Your pick. Your team sucks, and you had the first pick.
1: I think you going to crush your team. We have content no. going out of fucking ears.
0: No shot. Okay. You're
1: going to get burned um, down by your number one pick. Your number one picks going to no, light
0: shit on fire. No shot. My turn. Shut up.
1: It's right, so, on the so clock. T- Terry you have
0: already.
3: You have Joe Exotic and James Garrison.
0: Yes, I do. And look, I do not have the two brightest bulbs in the box in the lamp in whatever you want to say Home Depot. You know, lighting department two two bulbs out, or probably these two that I have. But I need a strategist. I need a brains behind the operation. Where do I look? Where do I find oh, number three on number two really on my big board? Joshua Dial. Reunite the very successful campaign manager with his candidate. Look. Did he say <laughs> being Joe Exotic's presidential campaign manager was the worst experience of his life? Yes. Has he grown and appreciated Joe since then? Yes. You could see he's grown as a character. His character arc has gone up. I think you reignite Joe Exotic. You, you reignite a uh, humble Joe Exotic with Joshua Dial and James Garrison and under the direction of a campaign or just a strategy of Joshua Dial. I mean I think this team's unstoppable. You, what what
3: you, about you, what, a, what about the chemistry issues? You got jo- James Garrison who sold out Joe Exotic to the feds and Joshua Dial who is on camera in this series saying, "I'm a libertarian, fuck the
0: feds." I just I just You know, I just went over that. Um, So James (laughs) Garrison, I think James Garrison is an opportunist. I think he'll see that he's on a winning team and he'll contribute to this winning team. I, I don't I James, he he'll go with whoever is winning, much like any politician, any person with money. Um, he's spineless and he will will go with the winning team. And that's, you know, the, the backbone of my team is Joshua Dial and Joe Exotic together again, running something together. Uh, I just, I don't see how you could defeat this team and he is just such a likable character. Everyone likes him and he, he can bring, you know, he can, he can quell the, the differences between Joe Exotic and James Garrison. I just, I've, I think this team is built to win. Uh, you can't tell me otherwise I have a winning team.
3: All right. I have, um, right now I have an a, list producer in Rick Kirkham. I have an a list character in Bhagavan doc Antle. And I think I, right now it's materializing. The board has materialized the way this draft has gone out. What we're doing is we're going with two, you know, I'm saying 1A in terms of Doc Antle being part of the trifecta of the legends of the big cat world. But under all of these, uh, this this whole world of, of exotic zookeeping was a story that was absurd and a person who was really glossed over. He was in a couple episodes, but I just want to know so much more about this guy. And okay. this, this is Mr. Exotic animal, Tony Montana himself, Mario oh. Tabrue.
0: Uh, he's not gonna, he's not gonna want to play. He wants to stay in the shadows. That's a terrible pick. He's hey. not, he's not passing a drug test.
3: Hey, We're going to make it work. I think uh, Rick Kirkham could get it out of him. But I like this guy being a former uh, Coke dealer extraordinaire, Scarface guy, and now all of a sudden he is – I think there was a line that said he was selling drugs to maintain his animal habit. (laughs) Yes. Which is so perfect for this show. And I think we, we have a, a wonderful um, just look into this world that is still going to be turning long after this series kind of dies down, which I don't think it's going to die down anytime I, soon.
0: How I mean, I, I guess how I'm going to flip my your chemistry question to me back on you. How do, how do you see any chemistry on your team where you have you have uh, a reporter whose job is to ask questions and produce. You know, shows by getting into people's personal lives and two people that, you know, are very guarded and don't want questions being asked about what they're doing, especially your last pick here.
3: I think the fact that Scarface, Mr. Exotic Animal Scarface went on this Netflix series says all that you need to know about his willingness to produce content. I think he's already ready to do it. I think he understands opportunity when he sees it. And I think he knows that he's popular. think there's a bunch of people out there who want to watch just a spinoff of this guy, Mario Tabrui. And I think that he's going to understand. We may have to pay him a little bit more than we thought we were going to. And I'm sure Bhagavan's not going to be happy about that. But I think we can make it work. And I think that this team, top to bottom, is ready to jump in and make a lot of money.
0: Who, who made the call for uh, the producers to get into Scarface's lair? Who is the friend? You know what I mean?
1: Who?
0: I'm trying to... I'm, I, I'm, I don't know the answer to the question I'm asking. I don't know what the question was I forgot. The producers tried to get into Scarface's lair and they got denied by, like, a rent-a-cop.
1: Oh, Doc got him in. Right? Yeah, Doc Opped him in. They mentioned
0: yes. it, and he was like, oh, you want to go see
1: him? That's what I thought. I know him. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's a big cat guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So you do have some chemistry on that front, but then, you know, you got the, the journalist on the team. I don't know.
3: We're going to make it work. All right. We're going to make it work. Uh, let us, really
0: let let us know matter. in the comments who won this draft.
3: All right. Corey has Carol Baskin, John Finley, John Ranky, Terry, Joe Exotic, James Garrettson, Joshua Dial, and I, Dom, have Bhagavan, Doc Antle, Rick Kirkham, and Mario DeBruy. Let us know who won. Joe, welcome back to the show. Hey,
2: how are you doing? Again? You know?
3: <laughs> um, we're going to take things out here, and we're going to do one final segment. Joe, you had a segment, so I'm going to let you take it away. So, All
2: right, so I think it's about time. Donald. we've had a lot of things like the internet has really had quite the resurgence for all working from home, but I will say uh, that (laughs) (laughs) I think that more people are using it, like are appreciating the value of the internet and like how amazing it actually is. But I will say that given that sometimes the internet can go a little too far. And I think that we need to be and put on the record. Are we in or out on zoom slash skype happy hours with your work people so um you know i just did one today i i I, and i am kind of going to take a half-assed answer here i will say that i'm in on the first free 40 minutes of zoom but after that it's just too
0: much i don't need it
2: yeah it's a happy Um, i don't
0: know not not a happy 40 or an hour and 20 minutes you know
2: yeah, I just think it's just like, you know, it's just too much. Like, you have that awkward, like, oh, it just broke. It just cut off. It's like when it cuts off, it's like the lights go on, you're done. You're good. I don't yeah. know if we need any more.
1: I think it also depends on the amount of people you have in it. There has to be a limit.
2: Yeah, we had, we actually had nine, so it was actually like a pretty <laughs> okay. good amount. Yeah. Um, And I think that was fair, but like once you got to the second 40 minutes, people started to fade off. They're like, "Ah, I don't know. Fun fun fact, did you know that the, did you know nine means no in German? Nine. (laughs) So I should have said nine to the second one. Made it eight.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, i'm joke. out on zoom happy hours i haven't done one but i don't want to do one i don't need to see my coworkers any more than i already do which again is zero at this or point. don't yeah so. so yeah uh i will avoid zoom happy hours from now till eternity i don't yeah even, i so. will
1: probably do the same uh i rarely ever see anybody that i work with outside of work other than two other attorneys they can Facetime me if they want to, uh, but I'm not against a group hangout and a couple sips of beer. Being yeah, on the like, so I'm,
2: what else are we doing? Yeah, like I think I'm I'm cool with it, but like at a, to a limited extent. Yeah, you know? like I don't I don't need it like yeah, to too to pull much. Off but, like the people full on happy hour kind of crazy. It's also like you don't need to do it every day. Like we did ours today was the first time we did one, so I was like, all right, this is good. I'll join. Um, but like, or is if there you, a lot of there's no blood, no blood. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, if, if you do it every day, it's like, holy macarons, you know, like I don't even know what day it is anymore. Who does it every day? You would be surprised. Have you How seen your, have you looked at Instagram? Have you no, looked at Instagram?
0: Don't care
2: about people. Well, it's just uh, my Instagram story is full of it. I needed to get in on it and like, I figured I would bring it up today. So uh, I would say that I'm, t- I'm in on it, but maybe thurs- limit it to Thursday and
0: Friday. For no, nah, you got to limit it. I mean, like I, I said, to, I with limitation. a limitation. Certain co-workers yeah. I still talk to because I like them, and we're on the same page. And like I said, yeah. you know, when you don't know what day it is, you know you can make Thirsty Thursday whatever day you want. That's, that's valid.
2: Yeah. Only, only drink with day in days that end with Y. So it's fine.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think Dominic, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna steal your thunder here. I think we just do po- pods and Rex, and uh, we'll do pods and Rex, and we'll do what you're most looking forward to when the quarantine is done. So two oh, things. Wow what you recommend to get through the quarantine and what your most I, this is not safe to. for work this is not safe for work no that's fine <laughs> um
3: i'll go i'll go first i think yeah. the thing that i'm looking most forward to when i was thinking about, about this today or yesterday because it was so nice out um, was golf uh, it's still mm-hmm. a activity that is cuz like i think that the initial, like coming back out into the world is going to be a little less, it's going to be slower than we think it's going to be. Like, I think people are still going to be afraid to be in big groups. They're still going to be afraid to shake hands. They're still going to be afraid to do all these things. Um, so you're going to need an activity to kind of still maintain, feel like you're safe, but also feel like you're normal. And I think golf is the perfect thing about that. Um, the club that I'm a member at shut down uh, a day before I was going to go out and start my golf season. And uh yeah, I mean, it's tough. It's tough. I'm getting the crying face from uh our other our other co-host.
0: Well what do you um, recommend, and what uh, do you recommend to I, get people through the quarantine?
3: I recommend just being active. Um it's it's easy yeah. it's easy to just kind of sit around and do nothing and drink and while well, that's all good and well. I feel like um it's personal I'm, I'm doing that right now. So, but I'm saying like during the day, um you know, get out, go for a walk, um you know, be safe, but you know, maybe do you know, buy a couple dumbbells and do some do some curls, um do some push-ups. Dangerous. Do some push-ups, but not on your Instagram story. Fuck no. All
2: right, all right, relax. You can do one of those. You can't no. do one of those.
3: um Stop. so that's my, that's my recommendation and positive Rex. And that's what I'm looking forward to is just, uh, is golf. No, I like that. I like that. Joe, go
2: ahead. All right. So I would say that, uh, the one thing that I'm missing most and that I'm looking forward to is, uh, hanging out with my friends physically. And I, I will not take for granted the bro hugs that we've shared in the past, <laughs> um, so you know, like I think going forward, I will appreciate those. I might linger for an extra second, uh, but I do, I will love those more than ever. Um, so I, 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 do, I, I want to make sure that everybody knows that. Um, now, Please? the thing that I will, <laughs> the thing that, the thing that I will recommend <laughs> is I, am gonna, I'm gonna ditto Dom a little bit here, um, and I'm gonna, You're gonna say, gonna I,
1: Dom. I recommend. Whoa! Diddle, diddle. What the fuck? <laughs> Well, you aren't working a a second of a hug. Damn. (laughs) You are. (laughs) What's going on
2: with those long hugs? (laughs) (laughs) So I would say I'm going to ditto him uh, like the Pokemon. And I'm going to say, you know, I I think that you, this is a good time to create some new habits for yourself and uh, to take this as a time of uh, introspection where you don't blame others for your own problems, but you take responsibility for yourself. And you, um, you know, you can maybe start reading some more. Uh, you can start maybe working out in the morning, going for a walk, doing that fasted cardio. It is cutting season, everybody. So please, I recommend that you don't only do pushups on your Instagram story. I recommend that you do pushups always because it's good for your chest. It's good for your gains. It's good for your triceps. You can dabble it up, spread, a little bit spread diamond, whatever. Um, but listen. Take this as an opportunity, better yourself, and I recommend self-love. God yes. bless.
0: No, Joe, I I have taken your advice and taken a new habit of alcoholism, so I appreciate <laughs> you pointing that out to people that it's okay to start a new habit.
1: You're leaving us hanging.
0: Corey, you, you go.
1: No, you're, you started talking. You go. Oh. Uh... I lost my train of thought. You go. All right. I'm excited to not be low-key terrified anymore. I think I'm going to die. I'm fully subscribed to fuck us. We're all going to die.
4: Yeah, uh,
3: I mean, I think that's kind of lost in all this because, like, everyone's kind of taking, like, a ha-ha insane. funny
1: thing. But, like, it's people, insane. this is going to affect a lot of people, and it's fucked up. Uh, the news is pretty much reporting last week's news as to how we're doing. It's not caught up at all. Dom, you know, this, I said, I, I, I the hospitals are fucking bursting at the seams right now and everyone's remaining. And I hate to say too calm, but they are too calm. I don't want to instill panic and paranoia and pandemonium, triple piece alliteration, read about it. Um, but I think we're kind of getting there and it's, it's that bad. um, so I'm excited to not have to fucking worry all the time anymore. I'm never, not an anxious person. I've never really had anxiety in my mm-hmm. entire life. You know, Irish, bottle it up, open it up once every 10 years. I guess I'm due. This is my 10 years. <laughs> uh, my recommendation. I don't know if I've recommended this before, and I might have, but fuck it. I'm going back to the well, even if I did, because we need this more now than ever. Go watch the American fucking Juggalo, all right? <laughs> best <climate. laughs> fucking <it. laughs> It will, it'll replace any worry or thoughts you're having and just transport you to a mystical land of psychotic followers of the weirdest band on earth. And again, greatest 20 minutes on the internet. I'm sure, shit, I have recommended that before. I don't care. Woo, woo. Woo, woo. Well,
0: I'm happy you didn't go last because that was very dark. Um. Uh, hey, but when that.
3: darkness comes, all you really need is some family,
4: family, family. family. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, what I'm looking forward to is being down in Atlantic City, shoulder to shoulder, no six feet in between us, on the craft's table, just looking at my fellow brothers down there to gamble, throwing dice, high fiving for points, hit hard ways, hit hard eight. Come bets hit, I can't wait for the dealer to pay me out. I am so excited for casinos to be open again one day. Let me in. I'll break the doors down now if I have enough people behind me, and we can play our own game. Uh, What I recommend, watching some series that you have previously completed, just re-watching them. It brings you back to a good time in life. Time, you know, it brings back some old memories you may have forgotten about. Uh, I'm rewatching Psych. I don't know how many people watch that show. I used to watch that show religiously weekly. It used to come out on Thursdays. I think Wednesdays or Thursdays. It would switch back and forth on USA. Uh, but just a great show. Um, and it just, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a good way to stay grounded. So I recommend rewatching shows um that you had watched it's it's good memories dominic take us out
3: all right just uh take our recommendations uh, we're all gonna get through this you know it's times like these where the world seems like it's crashing down around us we're gonna band together and we're going to beat this all together collectively as one stay up uh grow personally always self-improve oddscast podcast episode 29 see you next pain. week stay safe out there we were born oh, <laughs> in
4: she had she loved her big cats and the beauty of being loved well everything was fine just as sweet as wine but her husband Got a little crazy, got a little hazy And the cops said there's something wrong here Oh, here kitty, kitty Mama's got some treats for you Oh, here kitty, kitty You can't find this taste in the zoo Carol, she sure loves you, oh, here kitty, kitty, my mama made this fool. A big cat refuge Don't pick a fight with your wife Cause it's a big 40 acres And if you're not careful You'll be gone in the blink of an eye No bones, no remains But that won't change The fact that dawn sure ain't coming back But you can't prosecute, there's just no use There's nothing left but tiger trap Oh, here kitty, kitty Mama's got some treats for you